The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Nedorim daf and we are on the Mishnah on the bottom of daf Lamed Ches But before we begin today's daf, so yesterday daf Lamed Ches Aleph, we learned a Gemara that discussed Rabbi Yechonon's well-known memra in Hakadosh Baruch Hu Mashrish Chinasai El Al Gibar Asher V'Chacham V'Anav said that in order for someone to have been a Navi, the most basic credentials that he had to have was he had to be a Gibar, a Asher, a Chacham, and a Nanav. The Kulami Moshe, we learned it all out from Moshe. Moshe was the Av Hanavim, and just like Moshe himself was a Gibar, Asher, a Chacham, and Anav, so too every Navi, the Deirais, would have to have those attributes as well. We spoke out from Chaim Velazhin, who said that from the Gemara, it's clear that when we say that a Navi had to be a, a Gibar, Chacham, the Asher, it doesn't mean in the vein of the Mishnah Novice, Ezeu Gibar, Kavish Yitzroy, or Ezeu Asher, Asemech, Bechelke, but it means literally these are physical attributes. What's the point? Behind the Lajan it said, Iker is Anav, but in order for the Anivus to shine, in order for it to be a real Anivus, he would have to have with what to be a Valgaiva. So if he's a Gibar, he's an Asher and a Chacham, he has the Yitzhahara of Gaiva, and still he's an Anav, that's true Anivus. In order to be a Navi, one had to be an Anav. We asked the question, which is relevant to this week's Parsha, and that is Bilam. Bilam was a, a Navi, a Navi on the level Chazal say, Moshe Rabbeinu, like, come Navi be Yisrael, come Moshe, be Yisrael, like, come, Avabu come. So when we talk about the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu, apparently the Nevuah of Bilam was on that same level. Now, if the most basic criteria for one to be a Navi is an Anav, how is it possible that Bilam was an Anav? The Mishnah says in the fifth parak of Avis that Ezehu mitamidav shal Bilam arasha, someone that has Gaiva, he has a Ruach Gavaya, he has a Nefesh Rechava. So if the antithesis of Nevuah is Gaiva and the most basic credential for Nevuah is Anivas, how is it possible that Bilam was an Anav. So yesterday we spoke out two Mahalchem. I don't know how clear it was, but we spoke out two Mahalchem. I just want to touch on both things that we said yesterday. The first thing we said was based on the Rosh. The Rosh says here, Eina Kaddosh Baruch Hu Mashrish Chinasai Pirish HaRosh Bekfios. That when we, Rabbi Yechelen said that a Navi had to have these attributes in order to have Nevoah, it meant not in order to one time have a Nevoah, or to have Nevoah Ba'ifin Aroi, but Bekfios, in order for him to have Nevoah, he would have to be a, a Chacham, a Gibar, and an Asha. So we mentioned yesterday that perhaps Bilam, although he was a Rasha, maybe he wasn't a Rasha Bekfios. I meant to speak this out yesterday, it's really a Rashi in Chumash. Rashi in this week's parish, the Apostle says, Vayikar Hashem El Bilam, Vayasim Dover Befiv, Vayayim Eshuv El Bolak, Vayikar means Vayikra, but it says Vayikar. Chaser Aleph, Vav Yud Kufresh, says Rashi. What's this interesting word of Vayikar? So I thought the Rashi was here, it must be earlier, but Rashi says, the first time it says it, Vayikar Rashi says is a Loshen Gnai, and it's a Loshen Aroi, a Loshen Mikra. So the Torah clearly used a Loshen of Aroi, a lotion of mikra, happenstance, to describe the Navu of Bilam, as if to say it wasn't a Navu of It was more an Navu a that happened, but if an Aroi, which stems very nicely. Rabbi Yechelen said, in order to have Navu of you would have to have all those milas. Bilam didn't have those milas. The Iker, one of those milas, is Anivas. Bilam was lacking that. He was the antithesis of that. And Enochinamius, for that reason, he wasn't Zeichet of He was Zeichet of which is a Lashon Aroi. Aroi is the antithesis of Kvius, because he didn't have Nevoa B'Kvius. He only had Nevoa B'Aroi. That was the first Territ we said. The second Territ we said, I was for Yeshua Leib Diskin, where Yeshua Leib said that 
there's no question that the way that Bilam got to his Madrigas Anavua and the way that Moshe Rabbeinu got to his Madrigas Anavua was not. They didn't take the same highway. Moshe got there with his Koiches Anefesh. He was able to interpret the Navua Bas Baklaria Meira because his Nefesh, his Neshama was so pristine, it was so rain that he was able to see the Navua 100% clearly. Bilam saw the Navua Bas Baklaria Meira because of the opposite reason, because his nefesh, his neshama, was so impure that it was impossible for him on his own to be able to interpret the nevuah. Hashem, but the less breda, had a spoon-feed him the nevuah, and once he was spoon-fed the nevuah, memela he saw it clearly. He saw it clearly because it was given to him on a silver platter, so that it's true, Nevoah's Bilam was on the Madrega of Nevoah's. Moshe Balab Mitameh. Moshe earned it. Moshe on his own was able to see the Nevoah clearly Bilam was able to see it because he was given it on a silver platter. It's given to you. So it's not really such a Chiddush. Just one Hesafa on that idea. And that is that we know Rashi brings the Chumash and Parshas Boy, then the Vuas Moshe was only Bayoim. Rashi has a Kasha, Chedish has Elachem Reish Chadash, and Hashem told Moshe the Chedish, and he said, when the moon looks like this, you should be Makadish the, the, the Chedish. So Rashi says, he brings from the Mechilter of Shiv Bayechai, that how is Hashem able to show Moshe the Levano? When does the moon shine? At night. The Vuas wasn't at night. So, she says it was Samoch Lashkia Sachamo. Nevuas Moshe was only by Yoyim. The Ramban in two places says a Chiddush. He says that the reason Nevuas Moshe was only by Yoyim was Mitoich Milas Nevuas Eshal Moshe. Because Moshe's Nevuah was Bas Baklaria Meira, it's for that reason that Nevuas Moshe had to be by Yoyim. As if to say that Shara Nevi'im, who didn't have Nevuah Bas Baklaria Meira, could be their Nevuah was Shaykh even Balaylo. But it's Dafka the Nevuah of Bas Baklaria Meira, that Nevuah had to be. So it bothered me. There's a medrash in Parshas Vayera. The medrash over there is comparing and contrasting the nevuah of the Yidin and or the Nevi'e Yisrael and the Nevi'e Ha'umois. One of the things the Medrash says is, is Baruch Hu nigla ela ela So whereas Nevi'e Yisrael were misnava bayoyim, Nevi'e Umois only had Nevua by Laila. And the Medrash brings two Makaris. The first Makaris, a Pasuk in this week's parasha, Vayovay Eloikim El Bilam Laila. So you see that Bilam had Nevua by Laila. Now, Nevua's Bilam was Bas Baklar Yam Ira, just like Nevua's Moshe. Like, come, Navi Bistral Kim Moshe, Bistral Kim. The Ramban says that it's only possible to have Nevoah of Aspaklar Yameira by Yom. So, how's it possible that Bilam had the same Nevoah Balaylo? Could be the Teretz is Rabbi Shua Moshe, who had to come on to his own interpretation of the Nevoah in order to see it by Aspaklar Yameira, maybe that process is what required Yom. Bilam never had to interpret anything. Bilam couldn't interpret anything. If he would have had to interpret, gone through the regular process that a Navi had to go through in order to have his Mara Nevoah, felt the garnish God. The reason Nevoah's Bilam was Aspaklar Yameira was Dafka because he didn't have to go through any process. It was given to him. So, it wasn't a chiddush that it was basmaklayamira <coughs> to be given something to you balayla. Maybe that would be possible. Again, we're talking about things that we don't really understand. But at least the ivra, I think it could be. There's a fundamental difference, based on what Bishul Leib said, between the nevuah of Bilam and the nevuah of Moshe. Moshe had to achieve it; he had to get to it. Bilam, not. It could be it was that process that required yoyim, as opposed to Bilam, who was just given. For him, it was a whole different story. Either way, on that note, we begin the Mishnah on the bottom of Daflamet Chesam and Beis. The Mishnah is continuing to discuss halachis of a mudr hanomei chaveroi and different things that 
although Ruve is not allowed to be Nene from Shimon, still there's certain Dvorim Shalhano that Shimon is allowed to get Ruve. We've had a whole parak of different halachas, Mavriachari, Torah Mastrumois, Mastrois of Ledaitoi. He's allowed to bring certain carbonis for him. He's allowed to teach him Torah. So now we have another Mishnah that continues to discuss things that the mother is allowed to do for the mother. Says the Mishnah, Muda Namichaveroi. If someone's a Muda Namichaveroi, in Nichnas Levakroi, and he enters his house now to be Mavakrochoi, so it's not clear. Is the mother coming to be Mavakrochoi with the Mudr, or is the mother going to be Mavakar Chayla the Mader? So that's a whole discussion in the Gemara. Oyemate, so the halach is that he can't enter and be Mavakar Chayla, but only if he stands. Below Yosh, he's not allowed to sit down. Umirapa Rufus Nefesh, Abelay Rufus Mother, the Gemara is going to explain what that means. Says the Gemara. The Mayaskin, what are we talking about? Ibish Nixim Mavakar Asrana Chayla, are we talking about where the Chayla is the mother and he's not allowed to have Hana from the person coming to be Mavakar Chayla? And the Mishnah is saying, so the Mavakar Chayla, Although he's the mother, he's not allowed to be Mahana the Chayla. Still, he's allowed to be Mavakar Chayla. Oimed, Avalo Yoshev. But the Gemara's catches, Avalo Yoshev Nami. Not only should he be allowed to be Mavakar Chayla Oimed, he should be allowed to be Mavakar Chayla Yoshev as well. And why is that the case? You would think he shouldn't be able to be Mavakar Chayla at all. Because to the extent that he's being Mahana the mother, it should be also. The Teretz is, the Ran speaks out, the Lumnus that we've been speaking out the whole week, that being that the mother is doing a mitzvah, like the Gemara says, because being that the mother is doing a mitzvah, we look at any hana the mother gets as a gram hana, and gram hana is mutter, the mutter hana. So then, why only can he stand the mavaka chayla? should be able to sit as well. And if we're talking about, we're to the contrary, where it's the mavaka chayla, that's the mutter. He's not allowed to be nene from the chayla. And the Mishnah is saying that being that the mavaka can't be nene from the chayla, it's for that reason, he's not allowed to enter his house. I feel like, you shouldn't be able to enter his house at all. He should, what's his hana? So Rashi, so the Ran says, his hana is the first Gemara in the fourth parish that Vitor is Usr is Asr Usr. So being that if you hold Vitor is Asr that means Drisa Sarega would be Asr. We said that you wouldn't be able to use your mother's field as a shortcut, so too you wouldn't be able to even walk into his house. So then if it's the Mavakar Chayla that's not allowed to be netted from the Chayla, he shouldn't be allowed to enter his house at all. So Maman of Shacht of Gemara says, it's a very unclear Mishnah. We don't even know who's the Madar and who's the Mudar. Basic facts are lacking in this Mishnah. But either way, whatever the Pshad and the Mishnah is, the Halach of the Mishnah says the Gemara is inconsistent. Because Either Oymid V'yoshev should both be Mutter, or Oymid V'yoshev should both be Asr. So we'll see in the Gemara now, three Mahalchim had to answer this question, and says the Gemara, First Peshat in the Gemara Shmuel. We're talking about where it's the Chayla that's not allowed to have Hanor from the Mavakir. The question is, should it be a problem? Because being that the Mavakir, he's the Madr, is doing a mitzvah, so any Hanor that the Chayla gets is a Gram Hanor, so he should even be able to sit down. Similar to what the Gemara said earlier, there were places where if somebody was a chayla, he would pay people money to come into his house and be mavakar chayla. So what Nishna is talking about in a kimp, where people would get paid to be mavakar chayla be yeshiva, they wouldn't get paid to be mavakar chayla be amida. This mother is going to be mavakar chayla, he's not going to charge him. So, enochinami, the hano, 
that the chayla is going to get from the fact that someone came to him him. That's a gram hanor because the mevaker is doing a mitzvah. That's not the issue. The issue is the fact that I'm providing a service for you that ordinarily people charge for, and I'm being meichel. I'm being meichel the invoice. I'm saying it's fine. I'm not going to charge you for it. That's the hanor that we're worried about. Why then is only yoshev aser and not oimid? Because the mishnah is discussing a bizarre kimta, a place where they only charged for yoshev. They didn't charge for oimid. So by yoshev where they charge, if you don't charge me, you're being mahanor. I mean, they didn't charge. Being that they didn't charge, that's not an issue. But the Gemara says, my Pesaka, how do you have the right to make such an Akimta? Says the Gemara, no, Hakim Ashmalan, this Akimta is rooted in Halacha. Because the Afa Makim Shnait Neschar La Yeshiva Boy Lemishkal, Alamidalai Boy Lemishkal. The Mishnah is teaching me, Agavurchi, that it's appropriate. There's nothing wrong with a community with a Mavakri Chayla charge for being Mavakri Chayla B'Yeshiva, but there's something very wrong with the community where people charge being Mavakri Chayla B'Amidah. What's the difference between Amidah and Yeshiva? Amidah would be the bare minimum. There would be a mitzvah to come to somebody, be Mavakri Chayla, to already sit down and spend the afternoon there. That's already a mitzvah min amufchar. That's already a lefnimashur sadin. For that, you'd be able to charge. So to charge for the Amidah, that's wrong. You're charging to do a mitzvah. We're showing him, quote, a Mishnah, Mesachtis Bechir, Estaf Chavtes, and now let's charge someone to do a mitzvah for you. So that already would be inappropriate. So the probably is talking about a place so the only hanno that the mavakr is giving the chayla is the fact that he's being mavakr chayla mitzvah ka'avid that's not an issue yeshiva the word places where people used to charge the mishnah is going to then be discussing such a place that's the yakimta he the mother is going to be moichol the money that ordinarily he would be entitled to, that Hanah is what the Mishnah said, is Asif. Iba Yaseim, another terrorist, Kedrab Shimon ben Al-Yakim, second terrorist of the Gemara. Zeir Shem Yeshev Amita. Shimon ben Al-Yakim said regarding a whole different sugya we'll learn this next week, he imposed the Gzeir of Shem Yeshev Amita, that's not important for us now. Hachanami here too, Gzeir Shem Yeshev Yeshiva. Really the act of being Mavak is not an issue, because that's a mitzvah of it. Any Hanah that the Chayla gets is all a gram Hanah. However, once he sits down, we're concerned that he may stay ready long and he may overstay his visit and he may end up sitting there and being mahana the chayla even not in the context of mitzvah so there's a but amida there's no gzair if you're just standing you'll probably do what you came to do and you're going to leave so other than being mavaka chayla won't be any other hana that in itself is not a problem so therefore there's no issue but once you sit down there's already a gzair says the gemara ula mara third teretz la'olam mavaka so the first two terutsim of the gemara shmuel's teretz and the Iba Yaseima of the Gemara were both discussing where the Chayva is not allowed to be Nana from the Mavakar. And the Halach is, is the Mavakar still allowed to be Mavakar Chayva, but only Oimed, not Yeshev. Ula went the opposite. We're talking about where it's the Mavakar that's not allowed to be Nana from the Chayva. And why then would there be an issue? Because Jesus The Kasha was that just like it's Asr for him to be Yoshev, it should be Asr for him to be Oymen as well. Says the Gemara, the Ran says the word Kegoyin is a misnomer. It's not Kegoyin, but rather there's an assumption, meaning it's not an Ekimto. The assumption is that when a person makes a nether, he does doesn't want to make something usher to him that's going to impact his very basic existence. And being that when someone's a chayla, he needs people to come to him, him it's literally necessary for chiyusei. So although this chayla made a, a, a neder that someone won't be able to be neder from him, it doesn't matter. Mi he was 
Loy Adre. Says the Gemari, Hachi, Oy Bazoi, Afilu Yoishev Nami, that he should be able to sit as well if the nether was Nevachal. The Gemari says, No, Hav Shabamida. It wasn't necessary the Yeshiva for Chiyusei. For that, you already could have been Yoisa with Amida. Therefore, that's not going to be included. Says the Gemari Mesve. I'll ask you a Kasha. From a Brysa, a very similar Brysa to our Mishnah. Cholohu, if he became sick, Nichnas Lavakro, he could be Mavakro Cholo, Cholo Benoi, if his son became sick, Shayoloi Bishok. Then he's only allowed to ask in the street how his son is doing, but he's not allowed to actually go into his house. Says the Gemara, Bishlam Ulo, Bishlam according to Ulo, who explained the Mishnah. The Amar Bishnichse Cholos from Mavakr. It's talking about where the Mavakr is the one that's not allowed to have Anna from the Cholos. The reason, however, the Mavakr is allowed to come be Mavakr Cholos is because we say, there's an assumption that probably the Cholos did not mean to make the Mavakr usher to him, where it affect his very existence. Shapra, I understand the Bryce. Because if the Mishnah is talking about that case, the Bryce is probably also talking about that case. And the Bryce that makes a chilik between being Mavaka Chayla, the actual mother, and being Mavaka Chayla, the mother's son, would make a lot of sense. Because when the mother made the net, he said, you can't have enough from me, he excluded from that say What's say If he will ever be sick, come be Mavaka Chayla me. But what if his son will be sick? That's not considered say perhaps. And therefore, that was never excluded from the nether. And that's why the Mishnah says that although, the Bryce says that although the Mavakr is allowed to be Mavakr Choyla, the actual mother, but regarding the son, Shoyla B'Shok. You can only ask him how he's doing in the Shok. He's not going to enter his house for that. Because then you're already running into Drisa Sarek. But according to Shmuel the Omar, who said that our Mishnah is discussing Mishnah Nechse Mavakr it's talking about where the Choyla is not allowed to be Nether from the Mavakr. And still the Mishnah says he's allowed to be Mavakr Choyla because he's doing a mitzvah. It's only a grandma. No, why not Yoishev? So we said two pshatim. Either b'mokim shenoit l'nschar ala yeshiva or gzera shemi yeshiva yeshiva. But either way, we're talking about where it's the chayla that's not allowed to be nene. Maishnohu, maishnoboy. So just like where the chayla is not allowed to be nene from the mavaka, still the mavaka is allowed to be mavaka chayla him. So why, when his son is the one that's a chayla, is the mavaka not allowed to be mavaka? If anything, kavachaymer, it's the father that is the mother hana, and the mavaka is allowed to go to the father, then certainly he should be able to go to the son. Meaning the Gemara is making uh, an assumption that the ambiguous Braisa and the ambiguous Mishnah are both discussing the same case. So however, Shmuel and Ula would mefarish the Mishnah, that's probably the way they'd have to mefarish the Braisa. What the Gemara is saying is, just the outline of the Gemara, that we have a little more information in the Braisa than we had in the Mishnah. What's the extra piece of information? That the Halacha, the Mishnah, only applies to the mother himself, but not to the mother's son. And the Gemara is saying that if you learn like Shmuel, then I understand the chilek between the mother and the son. The other way. If you learn like uh, Shmuel, if you learn like Ula, I understand the chilek between the mother and the son. But if you learn like Shmuel, I don't understand it. Says the Gemara, Amalach. So he's going to answer. Very simple. Masdis in the Mishnah. Who said the Mishnah? The Brahis are talking about the same. He was a nice Hanacha. It would be really nice if we could make everything work out. But we can't. Amalach Masdis in the Mishnah is going Bishinichse Mevaker Asurin Alachaylo, where it's the Chaylo that it's not allowed to have Hanah from the Mavakir. Braisa is going, Bishinich Seichayla, Asra al-Mavakir. It's the Mavakir that can't have Hanah from the Chayla. My Psaka, why would you learn that way? Amar Shmuel, says the Gemara, Amar Rava, Rava said, Shmuel Mastis and Kashisei, because Shmuel didn't like the way the math worked out according to Ula. My ear, you detani Oymed, Avalo Yoshev. What's the difference between Oymed and Yoshev? Now, what was Ula's teretz? What's the difference between Oymed and Yoshev? Because it's a svara to say that Minchiyusei Adre, but only with regards to a He's a chayla. Not if his son is a chayla. That teretz, the Ran says, 
Shmuel believed was a shinuya dechika. He thought it was a dechik to get heretz. So he just didn't like the way it worked out, the way the Mishnah was misfarish according to Ula. So therefore, he preferred to say that the Mishnah is going his way. And the Bryce is talking about a different case. Ula didn't have a problem saying that the Mishnah is the way he was mefarish the Mishnah, and he has an added benefit, because according to Ula, the Mishnah and the Brisa are both talking about the same case. This is the fapluntative part of today's daf. But before we go weiter, Ramosha has a true Igris Moshe, where he discusses the halachas of Bikr Chaylam, and it's just a classic Ramosha, where he saw a, a little tiny diok in a Gemara, and he was able to say from that a, a chiddush la'alacha, maybe not a chiddush, but at least he was able to say a based on that. So the Mish, the Brisa was discussing a mudder-madder relationship, where either the mudder or the madder became a chayla, Right, that's Machloki Samayrom, how to understand the Brysa. And the Mishnah is discussing, and the Brysa discusses the of the Madar being Mavaka Chayla. So the Brysa said that Chalo, who with the Mudr himself became a Chayla, said the Madar's Nichna Slovakra, he keep him Mavaka Chayla, like the Allah in the Mishnah. But if it's only his son that became sick, then Shayaloi Bashok. So Moshe said that you see from here that even a person that can't be Makayim, the Iker Mitzvah of Bikur Chaylam, which would be to go to somebody's house and see how he's doing, daven for him, the way the Torah line, the way the Torah expresses it in Yeridea, Simon Shin, Laman, Hey, even if you can't be Mekayim, the mitzvah of the there still is an Indian, there's a mitzvah to do a little something, so that if you meet the person in the street, you know his son is sick, how's your son doing? The Bryce didn't just say that ain't The Bryce said, no, there's still something you should do. That's not a contradiction to the nether that you have. There's no issue of Jesus Arego. You should at least do that. The Shiloh that Ramosha was discussing that he was asked was whether you're, one is the kind of mitzvah of Bikr Chaylam over the telephone. So let's say you have a, you know someone that's a Chaylam, you're not visiting him, but you want to call him to hear how he's doing. Is there a mitzvah Bikr Chaylam? There's no question it's a nice thing to do. But in Hilchis Bikr Chaylam, is there a kiyam of Bikr or is there not a kima bikur So Rabbi says, that's Pasha, you're not making the mitzvah namufchar. Because the mitzvah namufchar is to be with the person, see what his needs are, be, show him that you're being mishtakhev in the sar. When you see that the person's not well, it will probably prompt you to daven for him. So there's no question, there are a lot of elements of what Chazal intended in Bikur Chaylan that one cannot accomplish over the phone. But is there a bare minimum? Is there a basic idea of Bikur Chaylan? Ramosha says, yes. And his Makar is this Gemara right here. Nadarm Daflamitas, that there's an idea that even though you can't be Mavaka Chaylo the son, Shaylai the Shok, at least ask him the Shok how exactly he's doing. But either way, this Bikur Chaylim Diganishnah right here, Masachnas Nadarim, is going to now launch an entire black Gemara, Lamitas on the days, and Daphnema Meralef. And here we have the Sugyas of Bikur Chaylim. So the Gemara says, Omer Ishlakish, Remez the Bikur Chaylim and Atayim in What's the Remez to the Halacha Bikur Chaylim and Apply from Shlokish's Lashon is that it's not Mufurish anywhere in the Torah that there's a mitzvah bikuchaylam. But there is a remes, said Rishlokish. And what is the remes? Shenemar, Posik, in Parshas Koirach, we just had it. In Kamois Kala Adam Yemusun Ela, Ufkudas Kala Adam Yipakid Aleem, Loi Hashem Shlokhani. So Moshe is talking to the Das Koirach and he says that. Tomorrow we're going to come, and there's going to be a big moment, a big event, and everybody's going to witness this, and we're going to see who's right. Am I the Novi Emes, or maybe Kerach? Maybe Kerach's onto something. So what does Moshe say? A lot of drama. He says, if you and your, and your Ada are going to die, a regular death, 
How does Moshe describe a regular death? People, they're going to come visit you to see how you're doing. There's going to be a big process. That will be raya that Hashem didn't send me. However, if, however, the ground is going to open up and you're going to fall into the ground, which is quite an unnatural death, that's going to be a raya that Hashem sent me. So Rishlokish said that when Moshe is describing the ordinary process of Misa, he adds that people come to visit. So although it's not a tzivoy, it's not a mitzvah, however, a remez l'bikah ha'chel manatera you certainly have. Again, Amr HaShlok, is remez l'bikah ha'chel manatera minayit. Shenemar im kemois kala adam yusunele ufkudas kala adam vegerem. Says the Gemara, my mashma. Where do you see this in the pasuk? Like we just spoke out. Amar Rava im kemois kala adam yusunele. If you're going to die like regular people die, shein chaylin. Chaylin. We're talking about Rishasan. They lie in their bed. They have a vacuum noisam. Ma habrias oimrim lo yashem shlochani lozeh. Says the Gemara. Dorash Rava. The next pasuk. What did Moshe Rabbeinu say? And bria yivra Hashem that if the ground's going to open up, that's going to be a raya that Hashem did send me. So the Loshan Apostolic is in Berea Yivra Hashem. So what exactly does that mean? Darash Rava, again, Rava Darshaning this Psukim, in Berea Yivra Hashem, in Berea Gehenim, if Gehenim was already created, said Moshe, Mutaftiya. That's wonderful, man. We already have Gehenim, sealed sign and delivered. You can go straight in. In love, and if not, Moshe tells that Das Koyach, Yivra Hashem. Let Hashem create Gehenim right now, special for you, because that's exactly where you are going to go. It's interesting that this connection between the Adas Koyrach and Gehenim was created on the second day, and Shir Mizl of Koyrach is the second day, it's related to Machlekes. You see from here clearly the Chaymer of Machlekes, but that's already a, a whole different discussion. But the Gemara says, Eini, is that true? Moshe Rabbeinu was not sure, he's wavering if Gehenim was created. Okay, so we already have Gehenim. But if not, Hashem's going to create Gehenim now. As if Moshe wasn't sure whether Gehenim at that point had already been created. There were seven things that were created before Briya Sa'ilam. And Eluhain, Torah, Uchuva, Ganeidin, Vigehenim, Kisei HaKovid, Ubeis HaMikdosh, Ushmoy Shomashiach. And the Gemara brings Makairis for all seven Torah. The Chesed Hashem Kanani Reishas Darkut. Pasig Mishlei, it's referring to Torah. So Hashem already created it, Reishas Darkut, before everything. Tshuva, the Chesed Beterim Harim Yulodu Vatachaylel, Vigoymet Toshiv Enoisha Daka. So the Pasig there is talking about Tshuva, Toshev and Eshadak, and it says, Beterem Horem Yulodu, before the mountains were created, there was already Tshuva. Ganedem, Dechsev Ayita Hashem Alekim Gan Be'eden Mikedem, from before Bria Sa'ilom. Gehenem, Dechsev Ki Aruch Mi Esmol Tofte. Tofte is another synonym for Gehenem. Kis Yaakov, Dechsev Nochen Kisach Me'oz, from back, even before Bria Sa'ilom. Beis Amikdash, Dechsev Kisei Kovid Moroi Me'erishoy, again, before. Shmoy Shal Mashiach, Dechsev Yehishmoy Le Oilam, and it's really the end of the Pasuk, Lifnei Shemesh, Yinoin Shmoy. So it's Lifnei Shemesh, before the sun was created, we already had Shmoy Shel Moshiach. So the Gemara's cash is that how could Moshe Rabbeinu not be sure whether or not Gehenim was created? It's a Braisog. Gehenim was one of the seven things that were created before Briyas Oilam. Said the Gemara, Elohachi Kama. This is what Moshe said. E Ivri Puma. He knew that there was Gehenim. The question was where they were at that point. Was there a way, like a tunnel, to get 
to Gehenim. And that's what Meshur Rabbeinu was a short valley. If, if there's a, a tunnel, so to speak, to get to Gehenim, Hashem is going to create a, a highway from here straight to Gehenim. So like this, you'll, you'll go where you have to go. But the Pasuk says, No, it's not true. Hashem doesn't create anything after B'Yas Eilam. Meshur knew the war, these highways already existed. The question was, where they were right there, is it a direct flight? So that's what Meshur said. If not, let it be. And that's exactly the way this played out. So just before we go weiter, so the Gemara over here mentioned, the Bryce says seven things that were created before Bria Sa'ilam. So we'll just touch on two of them. Torah and Shuvah. Torah was created before Bria Sa'ilam. We're all familiar with the Mimer and the Zayra Kaddish. Pasha, what does that mean? It means Torah is the blueprint of the world. The Tachlis of Bria Sa'ilam was so the purpose of the world was that there should be a Kalah Yisrael that's going to keep Torah mitzvahs. So being that the purpose of the world was the Torah, it would make sense then that the Torah is modeled based on the Torah. So as if to say the Torah is the blueprint of the world, and based on what the world would have to look like in order for Kima Torah, that's the way the world actually exists. So it's in that sense that is stakol ba'iraisa ubara alma, and that's what we mean that Torah was created before Bria Sa'ilam. Incidentally, if you look at the Ran, the Ran says, Shivadvar nivru kaidim shinivra ilam kaloimar sha'olubimachshavali baris kaidish. Not that they were physically created before Bria Sa'ilam. But the point was, Hashem knew before he created the world, again, this is all kaviyachal, that in order to have a world, there's certain things we're going to have to have. The Eshtazach is Torah. Why? Because that's the tachlis of the world. The Tachlis is the Torah. So if there's no Torah, there's no world. So that the purpose, as if to say the blueprint of the world, would be the Torah. But it's Yodua, the Sfarim say that it's much deeper than that, and this is a, a conversation that's really uh, above my pay grade. But the point is, is that there is this idea that the Sfarim say that it's not just that the Torah is the blueprint from the world, as if Hashem, the contractor, looked at the Torah, said, oh, we're going to create the world based on this. But rather that world is because of Vashtet in the Torah. The Torah is the cause of Bria Sa'ilam. Everything that exists in the world is in the Torah. Everything that will ever happen in the world is in the Torah. There's a famous member that all this farm quote from the Vilna Goyen that the Goyen said that not only on a macro level, but on the most micro of levels, the life of every blade of grass that ever existed in the world is somehow mentioned, is marumis somewhere in the Torah. It's Yudur, the Ramban in his Akdomo, to Sefer Bereshis, the Ramban says, we know that Shloim HaMelech was the Chacham Yikol Adam. And what does it mean he was the Chacham Yikol Adam? He knew everything. He knew Sichas Shedim, Sichas Dekolim. He understood the way even inanimate creatures communicate amongst each other. He knew everything. So what was the grace of Kunz? Very nice. So Shloim HaMelech, he knew all the fun facts in the world. That's, that's the point. The point, says Ramban, is that everything is in the Torah. Shloim HaMelech had such a Havana in the Torah, he, he could extrapolate everything from the Torah. He mastered the Havana of the Kulaba. But it was all a Kiyom in his Havana of Torah. Because everything is in the Torah, and that's related to this idea that Torah is one of the things that pre- dated even Briyas Oilam. The second thing worth mentioning, and that is Tshuva. So what does it mean, Tshuva? Like the Ran says, Hashem created the world, but He knew that the world wouldn't have an existence without Tshuva. And that's based on a very sobering, but also very real fact, and that is, Kein Tzadik Ba'aretz, Asher And already before Briyas Oilam, it was implied, it was understood, it's not just an unfortunate reality. It's, it's the, it is the reality. It's a Metzios. And the Metzios is, is that people don't always get it right the first time, and people make mistakes. The Sfarim 
Chachamim say, there's a medrash that says that when Hashem created the world, so the world that we live in now is not the first world Hashem created. Hashem was boina umachrev. Boina umachrev. He was creating worlds. He was destroying them. And he created more worlds. And he destroyed those worlds as well. Hashem was boina. Until finally he came to the world that he liked. And that's the world that we live in today. So the Sfarim say, what was that point? Hashem couldn't get it right the first time. Hashem was boina. Nah, nah. Let me try again. It doesn't make sense. So what does it mean Hashem was boina umachrev? That Hashem was incorporating into the teva of the Bria how things happen. No one gets things right the first time. People make mistakes. And even Hashem Kaviyocho, when he created the world itself, it, the world was not created plan A. It was plan B, it was plan C, it was plan D. It took a few tries in order for it to finally work out. And that's this idea that even before Bria Sa'ilam, in the actual Bria, there was an idea that there would have to be Chuva. On Chuva, the world wouldn't exist because the unfortunate reality is that people don't know. People don't always get it right. Hashtag plan B. Darash Rava, the Amrila, Amrabi Yitzchak, Maidichse, what's Pshan in the Pasik that says, in Chabakuk, Shemesh Yoreach, Omad Zvula, La Urchi Tsecho, Yalechul, and Oiga Brachani Sacho. So this is like many Psukim in Nach, certainly Chabakuk. So this is a very mysterious, uh, very unclear Pasik. So what's going on over here? So fascinating Dvar Hagado. Says the Gemara, Shemesh Yoreach, Bizvul, Maboyin. So the Shemesh and the Yoreach, they're Omad Bizvula. The Gemara says in Chagig, there's Seven Rikim. So you look up, you see the sky. Precious Barlikim, Esa Shemayim. There's But there's really seven Shemayim. There's seven levels, layers of Shemayim. One of them is Zvul. The Shemesh and the Yerech were Omad Bezvulo. So the Gemara says, My boy, why are the Shemesh and the Yerech in Zvul? That's not where they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be in Rikia. So what are you there in the wrong Shemayim? Malami says the Gemara, Shalu Shemesh Virech, Merikia, Lezvul. That as the events of Moshe and Kerech were going down, so the Shemesh and the Yerech went up to Zvul. It's closer to where Hashem is. And they said, If you are going to stand up and you're going to offend Moshe, or defend, then we are going to do what we do. We're going to lie and illuminate the world. But in love, we're not going to. So they came, so to speak, and they threatened Hashem. So Hashem started taking arrows and spears and he started throwing it at the Shemesh and the Yerech. And Hashem told him, Every single day, they're all over the world that they bow down to you. Right? What were the primitive They're You have no problem. And you let the, you illuminate the world. My God, that you were Micha for. Bechvoid boss of Adam Machisem, and for the unbelievable Gemara. And for the covet of Moshe Rabbeinu, who's a boss of Adam, that your Micha says the Gemara, and after they heard this from Hashem, they said, You're right. And they didn't, from that day on, want to illuminate the world anymore. Because they were Ivdev Adazara, and they were Makabal Hashem's Taina. Good Taina. We have to be Micha for the covet Hashem. And the only reason that they are today is because every single day Hashem now has to throw those same arrows and same spears to get them to illuminate the world despite the fact that they want to be that's the passage why was the Shemesh and the Yerech and Zvul because they're going to protest to Hashem be Moicha for the covenant of Moshe they have this exchange with Hashem. Hashem says, I don't understand, why don't you always 
Moicha. They said, you're right. They start being Moicha every day. They never want to come out in the morning. Hashem starts throwing chitzim and chanisais, and that's when they're masking to go out. I saw brought down this farm they all bring that we say in Teva Ma'iris that Smechem Bitzesam the Sosim Avayam. It sounds like they do it really. They're all excited and they're all pumped to go out and do their thing. Sounds not that way. It sounds like they're doing it very begrudgingly. They're doing it so you have to reconcile this with the Toivim Oedis. But either way, Bikr Cholom ain't no shir. Bikr Cholom has no shir. My ain't no shir. What does that mean? So for a basic lame ain't shir lamat and schar. This of thought it means that there's no shir to the schar. Only Abaya, so Abaya said, the whole mitzvah is yes shir lamat and schar, and other mitzvahs do have shir. But now we learn to the Mishnah, we're going to the Mishnah, we're going to the Mishnah, they have to be careful in a mitzvah kala, just like you have to be careful in a mitzvah chamura. Why? Now, what is this Mishnah? saying that a person shouldn't do a mitzvah based on what he thinks is going to beget more schar because really you don't know which schar is going to give you more mitzvah and as Chazal bring in many places that there are two mitzvahs in the Torah that the Torah says the same exact schar Kibbut of Aim and Shalok Hakan. Kibbut of Aim is an impossible mitzvah. It's a very difficult mitzvah for a person to properly fulfill. To the extent that Rabbi Yechonon said, Ashram Mishalai Chalman, praises someone who never saw his parents, because like this, he was never tempted not to be Mekhaim the mitzvah of Kibbut of Aim appropriately. Shalok Hakan is not a there's a gemach for it. It's not a very difficult mitzvah. The same exact schar. Keep it over aim. And shiloh hakan. It's the same. So you see from there that just because something is kal and chomer to you doesn't necessarily mean that there's a heavy zorbim. It's a kal v'chamura. Meaning not that it's not possible that one mitzvah is going to get more schar than the other mitzvah. But e ato yoideya ma'an schosh mitzvahs. I once thought that the chaber at the beginning of Hilchus keep it over aim begins. His lotion is tzorich lizor ma'oid First, has to be very careful. When it comes to keep it of aim, and when it comes to ear, why does it say ma'oid? Every mitzvah you have to be careful. I was thinking, because the Mishnah says, don't make, don't make chishboyness. Which mitzvah you're going to be more careful in, mitzvah you're going to be less careful in, because you don't know what the matan schar of mitzvah is. It sounds like that if you would know which mitzvah you're going to get more schar for, and you know there's a mitzvah, I can get a lot of schar for this mitzvah, you should be more careful with it. Kibbut of Aim is a mitzvah that we know the man yorichum yomecha zok the mechavit zok lizar mamoid. The makar is the same mishnah. The mishnah says that beetzem there is a svara to be more nizar in a mitzvah that gives you more schar. It's just a it's a fraudulent process. Meaning it's not a process. It's not going to work out because yato yedeya. But let's say I do know. Let's say I have inside information. Let's say I'm tapped in. Then you should be more careful in a mitzvah that you're going to get more schar. But either way, this Gemara seems to be applying this halacha a little bit differently. Because here we're saying that there's no shir to the schar. Zabayah said, It's a Mishnah. What did Abayah see in that Mishnah that's a stira to the fact that Bikrochelim is in Lashir? The way the Mepharshim explained this Gemara, Abayah was saying that you see from this Mishnah, we're not supposed to make Cheshbonus with Schar. Not like what I just said in this Mechaber. We're not supposed to make Cheshbonus. This is something we don't calculate. This is something that one day after 120, hopefully we'll get a lot of it. But it's not something that we're supposed to be cognizant of. So you're saying, Bikrochelim in Lashir. 
Mitzvah. Don't what are you talking about schar for? That's a, a topic that's somewhat off limit. It's something that we're not supposed to discuss. I once heard from Avdan Segel. He spoke to her to Mimo. So he said over this Mishnah, have we don't know, one's more, one's less, so we can't properly make the Cheshbonus. But it's more in a rhetorical sense. You have no idea what Schar Mitzvah is. So you're not going to be so careful in a Mitzvah Kala. Oh, it's only a Mitzvah Kala. It's Abyssal Schar. If you would know what Schar Mitzvah is, then you would run even after a Mitzvah Kala. Could be the Mitzvah Chamura has more Schar than the Mitzvah Kala. Oh, but you have no idea, you can't imagine. What? Rhetorically. How much schar mitzvah is? And for that reason, that's what we mean. It says the Gemara. Either way, it's not what the price means. When we say, it doesn't mean in schar mitzvah. What does it mean? It means, that you can't make cheshboinus, that one person is more chashiv than the other. Maybe the, the mavak is more chashiv than the chayla. So maybe he shouldn't be mavak chayla. No, even a gadol eats a cotton. And what's the makar to this? Hashem. Hashem in the beginning of Parshish Vayera comes to Avram. Chazal say it was Shlishi Lemila. Hashem came to be Mavakachel Avram. Clearly, as great as Avram was, Avram was the cotton Klape Hashem. So you see that the Godel came to be Mavakir, the cotton. So too, that's a Limud, the Doiris, that Pikachel made Lashir, Afilu Godel ate the cotton. Rava, my Rava says, Afilu Meyapalme. What it means is that even sometimes a hundred times a day, there's an idea to be Mavakachel. So we had over here, we'll just end with this, that Rishlokish said, Remez Labikachelim, Menatari, Minayan, Shinemam, Kumais Kaladam, Yusun Ela, Ufkudas Kaladam. As if to say, there's no anywhere in the Torah to the mitzvah of Bikr Chaylam. However, there is a remez. What's the remez? A very random remez in Parshish Kairach where Moshe is playing out what the usual customary way is to go, to die. He says that the way people usually die is that they die, they're lying in a bed, people come to you. So you see there's an idea of Bikr Chaylam. Clearly it's a, it's a, it's a minute, it's a custom, there's, some, there's a merit to it. It's a remez of Bikr Chaylam and Atayra, but a, a Makar it certainly isn't. Just tell you two Gemaras. The Gemara of the above Metziah in Perik Elo Metzias. Says the Gemara, the Pasik says, V'hisarta esem es achukim, v'as atoyros, v'hoidato lehem es aderech yelchuba, v'as hamase ashayasim. So you should teach the Yidin, es aderech yelchuba, the proper way to go, v'as hamase ashayasim, and the maisim, the deeds that they should do. Says the Gemara, the Gemara darshins this Pasik, that when we say, es aderech ashayelchuba, ze bikur choylem. It's referring to Vaitatum Lahem when it says Vaitatum Lahem as Haderech Zeb Beis Chayeh. Es haderech zugmilos chasadim. Actually, Yelchubah is a lot of guys over here. Zebikur choylem. Bazu kfura. That's a master's adin. Actually, yasin zulufim is yours adin. But either way, the Gemara is dashing every word in this pasuk. Vaitatum lehem es haderech Yelchubah. That's a master's yasin. Whole bunch of different halachas. What does the es haderech Yelchubah mean? Zebikur choylem. So we have already a makar in a Torah, a makar in a pasuk to the idea of bikur choylem. One other Gemara. Gemara mesach de soita daf yudalit amar aleph. The pasuk over there is Dvarim Yudgimel. Achrei Hashem alekechem teilechu va'osay siro v'es mitzvaysav tishmoiru uvekoylo yisishmahu va'osay sa'avoydu uboysid bakum. So a lot of synonyms, synonyms of the idea that one is supposed to serve Hashem properly. Says the Gemara. Achrei Hashem alekechem teilechu. The beginning of the pasuk is: person should go after Hashem. 
Says the Gemara, Amr Rab Chomer Rab Chanin, if he actually loved him, Lahalik Hashchino, is it possible to literally follow Hashem? Valik Vainamark, Hashem Alikecho, Eishoichloho, Hashem is fire, will consume you, you can't be close to fire. Elo, what does it mean? Lahalik Hachamidais, there's only Gadish Marchu. It means a person should follow in the Midais of Hashem. Mahu Malbisharumim, Dixivayas Hashem Alikim Lodim Lishli Kosnazor, Vayabishem, Avata Halbisharumim, Akadish Barchu, Bikur Choyl, Hashem was a Vaki Choyl, Dixiv, Vayera, Elo Hashem, Elo Nimamre, Avata Bakir Choyl, Akadish Barchu, Nikim Ave. So the Gemara over here has again a, a drosha from the Pesach we learn from the different midas that a person is supposed to have one of the midas mentioned is Bikr Cholom so Dori Shlokir said Remez the Bikr Cholom and Atar Minayin is Parshas Kodach yeah now these Pesachim don't say Mephurish anything about Bikr Cholom a mafurish remez in the Torah. That idea, that's in Parshas Kerech. But just as an interesting aside, and really as a hakdama to the first half of tomorrow, really only is the first half of tomorrow's daf. But the first half of tomorrow's daf, and that is that the shitas habahag, and it's also the shitas haramban, I believe, is that bikur choyled is a mitzvah sasedai raisa. And the makar is these two gemaras, soiti yudal and manalef, and bava mitziah daflamen omedes. It's interesting to note that the Rambam argues the Rambam both in a sefer mitzvah does not list bikur choyled. As one of the mitzvahs that say the rises, and it's mafurish in the Rambam and Hilchas Ovil, Perikidal and Aleph, a little bit of an ambiguous Rambam, as you'll hear. Mitzvah Sasei Shel Divreim. Says the Rambam, there's a mitzvah Sasei Shel Divreim, a mitzvah de Rabbana. And the Rambam lists seven things. Levakir Choilim, Ulanachim Avelim, Ulahitzias Ames, Ulahachnes Akalo, the Lilvois Orchim, the Lassi, the Chotzorchi Akfura, Lossis Alakel, the Fon of Lisbon, the Likvar, the Chelis Amech, Achosan Akalo, Ulisadon, the Chotzorchehem, the Elo and Gmilus Chasodim, Shebagufai Shalem, these things all fall under one umbrella of Gmilus Chasodim, but the Rama begins very clearly. Mitzvah Saseshel Devrehem, Levaker Cholem. So from the Rama, it seems clear that Biko Cholem is not a Mitzvah they write. It's a mitzvah der rabbanon. The Rambam just concludes, even though these are all mitzvahs der rabbanon, they're all included in a general mitzvah sasei day raisa of the ahafto l'reyacha k'moicho. What does that mean? Anything that you would want people to do to you, so again, there's no mafurish tzivoy anywhere in the Torah. That there's a mitzvah to be mavaka choyla. We have a remez. That's Rishlokish's memra and our Gemara, the Dorm Lamitess on the Bays from the parish of Koyrach. We have two Gemaras where the Gemara Darshins Psukim. Certain words in the Pasuk are referring specifically to Bikr Choylan. There's no question that when one is mavaka choyla, he's Mekayim, the Indian of Gemilas Chesed. So whatever the Makar is, the Gemilas Chesed, you get that. The Rabbah himself speaks out that you have the Yahaftah, whether or not after you do all the arithmetic, you end up with a mitzvah de Raisa or a mitzvah de Rabbanan, it would seem to be a machlekes rishayin. The Bahagan, the Rabban shita is it's a mitzvah de Raisa. The Rambam shita is that it's a mitzvah shal de Rehem.